Hi, it's uh, Luke. Hey, what's up, man? It's Kirill. All right, how are you? <laughs> I saw the podcast this week, actually. Cool. Um, so I know, um, like the backstory. So probably relieved to not have to go through uh, all that again. But like, at what point was it um, you realised that you could like make a living out of what you do? Because obviously, quite like a like a niche like market. Um, I don't know. I think it's just like I had a day job when I started taking photos at nightclubs. Yeah. And it was just kind of a fun thing to do. It was it was. Uh, I don't know, it was like a new scene for me. I never went to nightclubs. And there wasn't, at the time, a lot of nightclub photographers. There wasn't a lot of people with cameras, you know what I mean? Now everywhere you go, there's more photographers than actual, like, attendees. Um, And so, uh, I was starting to build a little bit of a following in New York, shooting parties, and I, I was working kind of for free because I had a day job. And then as my day job started, like, I worked at a comedy club and it was just getting worse and worse yeah. there and the club was like getting ready to close and as soon as the club was pretty much done I kind of stepped back and was like okay so can I make a living doing this nightclub photography yeah. shit and uh, I just decided to dive into it uh, I went on a tour with a DJ uh, with A-Track he took me on like a, a okay. long tour with him on a tour bus I got paid for that, and then I kind of was like, okay, I think I could do this. Yeah. And when I got back to New York, I just, you know, started grinding and, and getting paid to shoot parties and yeah. then traveling more and more than other DJs took me. And, you know, every time a big DJ took me on the road, it was like a good cosign because then everyone was like, oh, who's this kid? Yeah. they're bringing with him. And this was at a time when, like I said, the people shooting were like Bronx from last night's party or Mark from Cobra Snake and maybe Nikki Digital. Like, those are, like, the nightmare photographers okay. that can do it. Because, um, like, the, the first thing uh, I saw of yours was, um, like, the, the champagne facials. Is, is that... Did that just something that you just took a photo of and it kind of just went from there? Yeah, I mean, um, in New York, it's kind of known for these brunch parties. It's not like going to brunch in anywhere else uh, in the world, I would say. It's like this weird phenomenon where on Saturdays and sometimes on Sundays, uh, a few uh, restaurants that appeal more to the younger crowd uh, would host brunch parties, and it would just be a brunch. There'd be a DJ, and then all of a sudden, like it would like switch off. There'd be like those smoke machines, and the music would turn up. The yeah. lights would like dim. And people start buying champagne, start buying rosé, and people just be drunk at like 4 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. Um, and it's like a weird New York phenomenon that, that that happens. And I would shoot those parties, and and I don't know, I would just get drunk and you know hang out, <laughs> play with girls, and we had champagne, and they would like pour it in each other's mouths, and then I would photograph it, and then like a few times they would miss. And I was like, whoa, this looks like a really cool photograph and your champagne would like squirt everywhere. Yeah. So then I kind of just started instigating more and more of that. And I, I, I realized I had this collection of lots of girls with like champagne on their face photos. And I was like, well, maybe I should call this something. And I just started calling it the champagne facial. Yeah. And then like after that, it just took off. Everybody was like, oh, this kid does be champagne facial. Yeah. Um, and, and it went from, you know, me instigating them to yeah. girls coming 
it up my head and take a photo. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really weird. Yeah, because I, I see like the, the the Snapchat stories, and is it is there anything that really like surprises you anymore with like the things that go on at your parties, or is it pretty much <laughs> you're used to it all now? No, you know, it's to me, it's I, I've realized that that I think there's an audience for everything. Yeah. You know, it's people like, I can't believe these girls do this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, I'm probably turning off 80% of women. All I need is that 20% that are into this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, like, I can't believe girls can get champagne for their head. I'm like, I can't believe you can believe the physical man in the sky. Like, we can yeah. argue <laughs> that all day with each other. Like, there's people that just want and believe and are into different shit. and. Yeah. I think, you know, the same way as me. Like, I don't really enjoy nightclubs from a traditional sense where it's like you gotta dress up, you gotta wait in line, you gotta act a certain way. To me, a party was always just there. Hey, let's just get drunk and make mistakes. Like, yeah. think about every house party you went to. What was fun about it is like the cops were called or something crazy happened. Yeah. It wasn't about order and, and everyone acting proper. It was about you doing some dumb shit. So I just brought the house party feel to a nightclub yeah. and people all of a sudden got shocked like oh they're like this is crazy yeah. this is like that's what happens when people get drunk yeah. is there is there any like standout moment uh, from the you look back and think like that's maybe like the craziest thing that's happened at one of the parties you know a lot of people ask me that and I don't really I'm trying to think yeah <laughs> Let me think about that one. I'll That's get right. back to you. I try to, I, I'm trying to remember. I mean, like, to me, I'm so... It's just it's just the same way, like, somebody shows up to their office job and says, it's like, yeah, yeah. shit every night. Yeah. I bet it's boring. Like, it's, I still, I love it, but it's just, like you said, nothing yeah. really surprises me anymore. I've seen people do tons and tons of dumb shit. The weirdest thing we ever had was... Um, I was having dinner with some girlfriends in Canada and we were just talking about random shit and something came up that one of the girls was on her period and I don't know why it came up. We were just <laughs> yeah. talking about it. And we were, and then after dinner we were walking to the club and there was a kid in the parking lot of the nightclub going like, hey, I'm really, really underage. He's like, I'm like, I don't know what it was. He was like a year or two underage. Yeah. Uh, he's like, so I can't get into your party but I really want to be on your Snapchat. And I said, okay, well, how about I'll Snapchat you um, looking at that girl for like my friend's tampon because she's on a period. <laughs> and he just goes, and he goes, okay. And the girl literally just squats out, pulls out the tampon, and he likes it. I have, I have a video of it somewhere oh my on my God. Instagram. I can send it. But to me, it's just like, I'm just going to get, sometimes I want to do some shit that'll make me laugh too. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of stuff I do is for everyone else. Like, here's the champagne, here's like the crazy party. And then sometimes it's just fun to make yourself laugh. Like, I can't yeah, believe yeah. that's what's happening. Um, I see um, the Snapchat, what goes on. So for the parties, is it? do you have like a, a DJ and then you just kind of work the room and see what <laughs> kind of see what happens see, and direct it as much as you the can? Way the real way it originally started was I would show up and I would take photos of parties. Yeah. It was more like uh, people, you know, I had my website and people wanted to go see photos from, from my travels. It was like a, a, a photo blog yeah. from, from life on the road. And over time, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So it became, I couldn't take the candid, fun photos that I loved, and everyone just kind of came out and wanted to just party with me. Yeah, and, yeah. And I just felt like they were, putting, they were put on too much for me for my camera. Yeah. So I kind of stopped doing the camera, taking photos, and I switched it to Snapchat, and let me just document my party. Yeah. So when I go, I go early because I know that people are coming out want to probably just like bullshit with me from the stuff I put on Instagram or on my podcast and shit we talk about. Like I have a following of people that fuck with what I think and then fuck with my party. Yeah. And those two groups of people come together at nightclubs because that's usually the only place you can run into me. So I'll, I'll go early to the nightclub and I'll hang out at the bar and I'll drink with people who bullshit will talk. I'll take photos of everyone. And then as the night is like gearing up and you know, the climax of the evening, say like midnight, yeah. that's when we'll really start doing the quote-unquote show with yeah. the girls will like already be like ready and be like, hey, I want this, I want this, before shipping. and then it just starts up and it just turns into an absolute shit show yeah. <laughs> for the rest of the night. Because um, I saw uh, previously that the show that um, got cancelled where, you, where you, it was in Canada, I think I think the one was, where the, you had people like complaining and protesting and that. Is there, has anything else happened like that or have you ever got into trouble with what's happened at the parties and things like that? Um, I've never gotten in trouble because uh, there's really nothing I do is in any way illegal. You know, everyone yeah. that attends my party and bought a ticket to the party, they know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah. Uh, everyone is, you know, legal age. It's just that there's, there's never... You know, the funny is, like, a lot of people will demonize what I do, but then they'll be like, hey, let's go to New Orleans for Mardi Gras and show it yeah. You know, like, there's an actual, yeah. like, an actual city in America that basically represents my parties every night, but that's okay. What I do is, yeah. you know, and a lot of people like to argue where they're like, you know, these girls, it, it, there's a lot of people that, like, try to tell, like, girls shouldn't be doing this, but a lot of it's like, well, you're actually an anti-feminist in a sense, yeah. even though you think you're being a feminist, when you're, you're basically telling these girls that they're not smart enough to make their own decisions. It's their bodies. They want to do this, let yeah. them do this. Who cares? And I've said uh, before, like, if they message you, you take it down as well, don't you? If, if... Yeah, if somebody hits me up and they're like, hey, Khalil, like, look, I got drunk. Yeah. I made a mistake. Man, I always, like, I'm not trying to, like, no. my idea is I want to throw a party, I want everyone to have a good time. I don't yeah. want to leave a bad case in anyone's mouth. What, what do I care about an extra pair of tits? or something else on, on, on my Snapchat or whatever. It, I'm, I don't want to have that on my conscience that like some chicks yeah, yeah. I got fired from my job. You know, like, I don't really care. Fine, I'll delete it. Not a big deal. So obviously you got um, the podcast now as well, the second one. Did that surprise you at first, um, obviously aside from continuing from the parties that people are then now like sitting and listening to you speak for like two hours kind of thing and more than just seeing you turn up and like pour champagne and things like that yeah I mean I think a lot of um, I use my social media like Instagram especially kind of to just have fun and yeah. speak my mind on things kind of push some buttons and, and you know I'm probably one of the only people on Instagram with that big of a following that doesn't get paid you know I'm not talking any yeah, dumb shit either. to you I'm not Anything. So, so I think a lot of people relate like that and the fact that I'm just going to say what I want. Yeah. I don't have a boss. So my Instagram account kind of became the voice for people being like, I wish I could say 
Yeah. And I don't have anyone to answer to. I'm kind of going to be that voice of, of, hey, I'm not always right. I'll agree. I'll, I'll admit that. But I'm just going to say some shit that makes me laugh yeah. or that I want to talk about. And so I think a lot of people started fucking with the podcast because they kind of got to see behind the mask and yeah. the character of, like, the parties. You know, and, 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 like, these kids, a lot of people are, they like putting people in boxes. Like, they like knowing that people are one-dimensional. And they're like, oh, well, this kid just parties for a living. It's like, no, but I can have other opinions and talk. Yeah. I don't necessarily eat, breathe, and sleep among champagne and girls. Like, no. I'd be, I'd be dead in, like, six weeks if I, if I yeah. thought that's all I did. Uh, so I think a lot of people like the podcast because they kind of get a, a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Uh, Is there, is there any plans um, to like uh, grow the brand even further? I, su- I heard you mention like the the app and things like that. Have you got anything like in the pipeline that you're working on? I'm sorry, I think it was that. What did you say? Oh, sorry. Have you got like um, any plans to grow the brand even th- further? Like I heard you mention about the app on the podcast and things like that. Yeah, I mean, look, I know that I can't do this forever. One because I don't want to be that old dude in the club. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, which is why it was, it was very important for me to kind of, um, with the podcast and with the social media, I needed people to fall in love with me and not just the idea of partying Kirill. Yeah, if yeah. they fall and invest in you, if they fall in love with you and invest in you, they're going to go along for the ride wherever you take them. Whether I... I've always wanted to do a book of all my photos yep. that I've shot over the years, but probably do a book. A lot of people are like, hey, we love your ideas and the way you think about your perspective on the world. You should do like a Kirill's Guide to the Galaxy. I don't know. I, I think the idea is, is I'm just going to, my brand yeah. is, is me, so I'm just trying to get as many people invested in yeah. me, but then wherever I decide to go, they'll come with me and hopefully support me or not or whatever but uh, yeah it's just trying to find the next steps that feel organic and right like I'm not gonna all of a sudden start selling like pots and pans on QVC yeah. like I'm gonna go with what what my stupid brain thinks is yeah. the next logical step and the podcast was the next logical step for yeah. now you know we're working on like a TV show concept idea right now Okay. Um, it, it's just Whatever's gonna, whatever I think is the next natural progression is what's going to happen, and hopefully yeah. people stick around for the ride. That's, that's it. I haven't really overthought it, because every time I do overthink it, I get like panic attacks and think, like, fuck, <laughs> am I doing this right? Yeah. Should I have a day job and just live normally, you know? Yeah. Just um, finally, is has there ever been any um, plan or any mention of coming to England at all? Because I've seen quite a lot of people do know you over here, and I didn't know if that's anything... Uh, that had ever been like considered it's, it's really weird I used to do a lot of parties in Europe Germany uh, Zurich um, so much fun I just don't know why I haven't got out there yet um, I 
I always felt that maybe, and I did this like honestly three years ago, four years ago, when my brand was a lot smaller. Hmm. So I don't know. Obviously, hope the response is a lot better the next time around. Yeah. Because it's probably been developed and, and fine tuned a lot, a lot more. But I feel like uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like in Europe, it's a lot about more about like especially like values and people worry about what other yeah I know what you mean I can see there being a lot more fuss family. yeah like it's a lot of there's a lot more like respect for your family name like look you I feel like more Americanized girls and guys are like well whatever I'm young and dumb and I'm supposed to do this you yeah. know and I feel like more so overseas it's, it's like well what will people say about me if I do this yeah and obviously it's a big risk to come all the way over and then like American people, I feel like we just like there's embrace their mistakes a lot more. But like, well, fuck you, this is me. Deal with it. The hashtag YOLO. You know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. like, what? I, I mean, maybe that's being being presumptuous or not. Like I said, I haven't been there in like three, four years. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think I think that is probably right. I could see it. I could see there being people do it, but not to the same extent where you're getting like what you are at the moment. I'm sure people are obviously just as deviant and crazy anywhere in the world. It's just different when there's a camera. Yeah, when there's a camera, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, thank you for giving me some of your time anyway. Um, no problem, cheers. thanks, dude. Bye.